For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is time for our AM Minnesota show. North Johnson is the president, the CEO of the Faribault Chamber of Commerce, joins us as it is the first Wednesday of the month. And tomorrow, Sam Temple will be sitting in the studio here. He's got a new... Uh, segment for the 1855 series that we want to get the word out about. So he's going to be on AM Minnesota tomorrow. And then we're going to learn about the Salvation Army concert coming up on, I believe it's Sunday. Mel Sanborn and Kathy Thielbar will be with me on Friday to talk about the Salvation Army concert on that specific day. So we've got some good AM Minnesota programs, Nort, coming our way. You always have the good programs. Well, we going try on, to. Gordy. We try to. Yeah. I mean, uh, all good stuff. You can't hit it out of the ballpark every day, but we certainly try. Well, you know, base hits work. Speaking of that, you're a big baseball guy. I do like baseball. There's a World Series game last night. Was uh, it got off to a good evening for the Rangers? Holy cow! That was, uh... <laughs> well, I'm kind of happy for Mitch Garver and the Rangers of number one. So. Yeah, that's that's true. I've got uh, one of my brothers lives in Arizona. Actually, he's a former Major League Baseball player. Wow. That brother of mine, uh, Michael. And uh, we've got a little side bet. He's staying with the home team, the, the D-backs. And, uh, and so I obviously had to send him a little note during sure. the game to ask him how he was feeling last night. When it was 10-zip at one time. Yeah, or 10-1 maybe. But yeah, good stuff. It's that time of year, and you're chasing sports activities all over oh, the place gosh, as well. Yes. We were talking volleyball before we went on the air. Yeah, the sad uh, sad loss last night. Five-set thriller of B.A. had their season come to an end. It was a crushing, it always is a crushing ball. You remember your last games. Oh, yes, absolutely. I remember That's... sitting in front of my locker, taking my catching gear off, and shedding yeah. a tear after my last game. Yes, sir. And, you know, there's... Um, at least for me, I can't speak for everybody, obviously, but at least for me, I've I found just as much satisfaction later on in understanding the losses as I did about enjoying the wins, and because um, that's the lessons of sports. That's why I'm a fan of kids participating in them, and a bigger fan of parents staying out of it. To be real honest, so yeah, well, that's. I guess not easy for some parents to do. Oh, no, no. You want to be there. You want to help. You want to be a part of it. And um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a safe opportunity for kids to learn about themselves and how they want to conduct themselves, et cetera. But, um, yep, good thing. I'm glad we still have a lot of uh, sports activities for kids to be involved yep. with. Yep, Faribault Falcons play volleyball tonight at Casson Manorville. I'll have it on KDHL. Last year, they darn near knocked off the Comets. In the Cass and Manorville gym, uh, they had a match point, if I remember right, and ended up losing last year to the Comets, who went on to go to the state tournament, of course. Very They're good. always state-ranked and always good. Nice. So we'll good see stuff. what happens tonight. Our coverage begins at 645 here on the mighty 
920. But we're not here to talk sports. We're here to talk about the Faribault Chamber of Commerce well, and tourism. And you, to, to be fair, Gordy, the, the Faribault Chamber of Commerce is about Faribault and all things Faribault. And we, we do our best to uh, support all the organizations. Yeah, I got a, uh, this is fun. I got a cute little thank you card this morning from Lincoln Elementary. Um, I had the blessing of, uh, of being asked to read a book, a uh, fantastic little book, uh, and they recorded that. So I, I, I really appreciated it. I, um, I'll remember the title of the book next time I'm in, um, but it was fantastic lesson in it um, about uh, different nationalities. So yeah, great book. Yeah, I read at the library many years ago. They asked me to be a guest reader at the Buckham Memorial Library for kids. That was a lot of fun. Well, and you've got the voice for it. When I retire, that might be something I do on a more regular basis. Well, you know, one of the things that um, we've been heavily involved with is education and Faribault. And that happened um, as a result of our vision task force work. And it's been six and a half, seven years ago that we set this visionary agenda in play and um, the boy, I'll tell you what, the things you learn if you pay attention and get involved and understanding the, um, the crippling effect uh, for children to not be at reading level by third grade, it just, it just sets them on a really difficult path. Well, you uh, can't the rest do of the any way. subject if you can't read. Right. Exactly right. And... Um, some of the things that we're up to right now, um, we're exploring um, in a very big way, exploring uh, daycare and early childhood education opportunities. We want to supersize those activities. Um, that you know, the very best performing students in federal public schools are the ones who have attended preschool. So they're getting those skills amped up, the reading, and uh, they're so they're. They're ready to learn, right? The sponge is out of the wrapper and it's ready to, uh, we need to unwrap more of our children's ability to learn. And that's, uh, that's through reading well, skills. In those early years, I mean, that's when your brain develops fastest and the most. So yep. take advantage of that, right? Exactly, exactly. So we've got, um, and I'm kind of proud of this effort. We had... Uh, an offer from the Southern Minnesota Initiative Foundation. You know, Tim Penny down oh, sure. there. Absolutely. Um, he offered up to our little chamber group uh, a consultant who's helping us flesh out. Uh, the. Well, we're on our third site right now. Uh, Cassie, he, she was here yesterday visiting. Um, she's our lead on that uh, discovery project right now uh, for our, our stated goal is a 24-7 daycare with early education embedded in everything that goes on there uh, for 100 kids. Um, we're at the manufacturing community in Faribault is 24-7. We just are, and we don't have daycare options available. Uh, not to mention um, daycare needed if you have, uh, you know, if, if, a, if a caring parent at home has a doctor appointment or, or something like that, we don't have there's not very many opportunities to drop your child off so you can go take care of an appointment of some sort. And so a drop-in daycare, and then there's something I found out about called sick daycare. So where they actually can, uh, if a parent absolutely has to work and um, they have a sick child, 
um, so often they they have to make a hard decision and you know, leave a child home by themselves or try to find somebody that could come in because they have to be at work and they can't go to normal daycare. And there's such a, a function as called sick daycare so that there's somebody, they're more isolated, it's a little more expensive, of course, but it's an option that's available to help somebody you know, stay in the workforce when they need to. So these are different pieces of the daycare puzzle that um, we're learning about and trying to piece them together so we can make a better offering for uh, Faribault families. Um, yeah. And again, the important, important piece being um, embedding every uh, bit of education opportunities and enrichment opportunities we can within that. So we're learning a lot. Also, we've learned we've got a lot of very good providers in Faribault, but we're still short four to 500 slots for daycare. You hear that, folks? If you're thinking uh, about starting a business, daycare might be the way to go. We're going to visit more with Nort in our next segment. Right now, we're going to get the opening market report, a service of your KDHL Agri Boosters, including free to one fence Faribault, specializing in top quality fences for residential and commercial properties, and TNW Towing, your air cushion recovery experts. Soybean and cattle futures are higher. Hogs are mixed. Corn is lower. I'm John Perkins with a Brownfield Market Update. Take your corn yields to the max with superior genetics and next-level performance. Explore one-of-a-kind hybrids from MX Series Corn by Stein. Learn more at steinseed.com. Soybeans are up this morning, continuing to uh, watch U.S. harvest activity, expecting a warmer, drier pattern in many areas. Excessive rain's an issue in southern Brazil, while northern Brazil and Argentina are dry. November beans are up five and a quarter at twelve ninety-two and a quarter. January's four higher at thirteen fourteen and a half. Unwinding some product spreads. December bean meal is five ten lower at four twenty-five ninety. December bean oils up sixteen points, fifty-one fifty-eight. Corn's down this morning, monitored in the last third of U.S. corn harvest and weather in South America. Export demand remains slow, but could improve soon, and ethanol margins continue to be solid. December corn's down five and a half at 473 and a quarter. March is five and a quarter lower at 487 and three quarters. And wheat's up. And while it is due for a bounce, slow export demand's going to limit the upside. China's buying wheat after recent crop damage. The question is how much of that will be from the United States. December Chicago's up five and a quarter at 561 and a half. With questions and concerns about demand, most active December cotton's down 79 at 80.43, but nearby rice has turned firm on spread trade with January and up a penny at 1601.5. Live and feeder cattle are higher, still fairly optimistic about this week's direct business. December live's up 5 at 183.60, February's up 15 at 184.77. With a little bit of extra oomph from this lower move in corn, January feeders are up 67 at 237.87. And hogs are mixed but have turned mostly firm, consolidating after the recent gains. December's up 25 at 71.97. February leans now two cents higher at 74.90. Crude oil's up sharply. John Perkins, Brownfield. AM Minnesota on the Mighty 920 KDHL. Other KDHL agri-boosters include Lance at L. LNK Concrete LLC Faribault operated locally owned, locally operated custom concrete flat work handyman services brings out the best in your outdoor spaces. For the farm, they pour shop floors, aprons for the pole buildings, approaches for tractors, high quality work. 
More information available at l-kconcretellc.com, l-kconcretellc.com. And Craig Keller at the Keller Insurance Agency in Nearstrand. Of course, Craig helps protect all things that are important to you. North Johnson is with us. He's the president, the CEO of the Faribault Chamber of Commerce and Tourism. He's our guest today on AM Minnesota. We're talking about the need for daycare in Faribault. Did you say 500 slots? Yes, between four and 500. Um, that, it, some people will tell you it's closer to 600 in Rice County. So it's a, it's a big need. Um, our employers are, uh, are screaming for it, to be honest, uh, to have more options available. Um, so there you go. The problem, as I understand it, in terms of that business, is finding people to work. Finding people to work. There's, um, um, there are some, some would say, and I wouldn't disagree entirely, that there are some regulatory issues uh, that cause providing daycare to be more expensive than it, than it could be. Um, well, plus there's a fine line there, right? You can't charge yes. too much because people well, yeah, want I, them to be able to afford it. Yeah, I mean, we have the conversation frequently in the office. And, um, I mean, uh, one of our staffers has three children and one's daycare full-time and another part-time. And um, the, the cost for that's significant. And, you know, at what point does you do you just stay home for that period of time? And we talked about upward mobility, especially for uh, groups that have been uh, traditionally marginalized. And that, well, if to be perfectly fair, most of the time women stay home. And so they put careers on hold because of lack of affordable daycare. Or oftentimes also, and I... I I think that's fantastic. Some make the choice to be home with their children. I think that's wonderful too. And I'm certainly not minimizing that right. in any of these conversations. And it's about it's about choice and options. And um, if the options aren't available, then you don't have the choice. And that's really where we're at in a lot of instances. So, well, so we're at it. Uh, we've got a team together, and um, it's a prospectus being written on a on a second property right now as an option. So, we'll we'll see how that goes. There's a uh, it's kind of nice. We've expanded our network of partners uh, to include the industrial corporation and some other investors. Now, this is uh, this is for the industrial corporation, and we look at projects that are uh, beneficial to our community. The industrial corporation is, is uh, charged in their uh, organizational papers to help Faribault workforce, help Faribault businesses, boost Faribault economy. So a project such as, well, the buildings in the historic district, which are absolutely a priority for our community, ensuring they don't fall in in the middle of a block, et cetera, that became something that was a good option for that particular group to help organize an investment fund. Well, the daycare is in the same uh, vein, probably even more critical than that. Uh, but of course, a lot more involved if you're talking about getting that kind of a business set up rather than just a real estate um, project. Um, well, we're pretty thrilled to have that uh, have that group in the uh, in the mix of players. So last week, Dr. Annette Parker. From South Central College, 
was here. She probably had not been on the air in maybe a year and a half, not through any fault of anybody. It just didn't work out. She was so busy. Right and on. she told us that within the previous 10 days, she had been at the White House, was invited for some sort of a manufacturing meeting, yeah. right? Yes. At the White House. And she uh, told me that she was approached by a high-level U.S. Department of Education official after she gave a presentation on what you folks are doing in conjunction with them concerning schools. And this high-level person wants to come to Faribault yeah. and see the program. That's Randy Weingarten. And, um, yeah, Annette and I actually got together. Dr. Parker and I got together uh, after, because we had the same situation. We've both been busy, her more sure. than I, yep. and she wanted to get caught up. And so after the show, we met down for coffee and had a nice discussion oh, okay. and got caught up. Uh, we have... We typically have somebody from the college on our board of directors for the chamber. And um, we have uh, now Laura Attenberger has joined us on the chamber board. And so uh, Dr. Parker and I discussed that. And then we talked about the ongoing work with the um, um, H2C, that's high school to college and career programming. Did she tell you how many students are enrolled in the nursing program in high school this year? I don't remember. There's 60 did. in the program, Gordy. 60. Isn't that awesome? Yes. And, you know, even if they don't, even if they don't follow that path the whole way through, you know, what a great set of um, optional classes to take, you know, electives. Uh, they start with medical terminology and go right on down the line. It's, uh, and you're moving into carpentry and stuff. Moving, right? into, moving into the mechanical engineering and construction trades. Yeah. And that's all part of this expanded effort, uh, community-wide effort. The first one was was with uh, uh, the college and the, and the high school particularly and getting these uh, college-level courses in, and that's happening, and we're really proud of that. Uh, prior to that, we needed to get a seventh period back in the high school, and as you know, we're, we're proud of getting that done. So now there's capacity, seven periods versus six. Gets you eight more elective classes, so that's, that's taken care of. And like I say, now the college-level classes and the next piece that we're looking at, and we talked earlier in the program about the reading and early education and the importance of that. Well, that's uh, part of the cradle to career network that we've been building out in uh, cooperation with Healthy Community Initiative in Northfield and Federal Public Schools and a host of community members and businesses. Um, I have to, I'm gonna make a particular shout out to uh, for AJ Smith at TriStar. He's their president CEO and has taken a time from his very busy schedule to help with one of the work groups in the, in the Faribault education system. And he's been fantastic. He's quite an organizer and quite a promoter in town. So uh, yeah, the visit with Annette getting caught up on uh, those things was, uh, it's fulfilling every time I hear that. Um, you know, last year, it was last year, the year before, we were on the congressional record in testimony uh, about some of this programming. And now, um, yeah, the old, old, good old Faribault and Faribault Chamber are coming up at the White House in conversations, and it looks like we're going to get a visit. So, Isn't that awesome? It is. It is. It's, uh, I mean, I'm, I, I couldn't be more proud of this group that comes together. I should say these groups. Um, nobody does this alone. Uh, we've got a small staff at the chamber, and we carry a lot of water. Um, organizing, and uh, there's uh, nothing more fulfilling than organizing a group that makes a big accomplishment. 
And you're not necessarily the one that got it done, but it's rarely that. It's the group that gets it done. Yeah, and, and they so, obviously are well-known nationally. You're getting all kinds of pub nationally and props nationally for the program. Yeah. More importantly, kids are getting great opportunities. That's, uh, uh, that's the gist of it. We know that um, this is, I, I heard this recently at a, at a conference. Education is the lubricant for upward mobility and uh, ensuring that all of our kids have the skills and the opportunities to have upward mobility. That's how we'll keep lifting this town. You know, the next thing we know that's very important. It's another one of our priorities. And I know probably people have heard me talk about this quite a bit and I'm okay with that. I want them to know that we've got a group also working on home ownership opportunities. That's and, right. Uh, we had a, we had a, a, a a, a development all drawn out for a bunch of home ownership opportunities and the land uh, that we had looked at uh, was temporarily put out of play for this and so it went on hold. And I'm happy to say that we're back at the table um, on an opportunity again and the group met, I think it was just last week, um, setting the course for this potential home ownership opportunity. So is it the same land or? Is it, it is the same land. Um, we've got a different style of home that would provide for, we were looking at the smallest of small homes before and um, what we're uh, coming to find out is uh, we can do a little bit more traditional sized home for a small family for not much more and that that would be a better option in the long run. And so we're, uh, we're penciling that together now. It's going to take a bit because that's that's a lot of involvement with that. Well, you remember, I think last time you were here, we talked about this. The uh, county is set aside some land out by the new public safety center, yep. right, for housing. Yeah, they're on that. They're doing some things with that. So pretty excited. I should because I've had it sitting in front of yeah, me Yeah, the here. Winterfest, Winterfest is coming up. Winterfest is coming up. And I, I give a quick little rundown. Uh, well, we're going to do the window contest, the window decorating contest, just a little differently this year. Rather than have it be the, the uh, um, Thursday before the first weekend, so the Thursday after Thanksgiving, we're actually starting the contest on uh, two Thursdays before that. So it's, it's, I think that's the 16th, give or take. Which is not that far away. Today's not that first far away. So we're asking people to have their uh, windows decorated prior to that Thursday, the 16th, and then um, inviting people to come down and view those windows for two weeks and they can vote during that time uh, rather than just the one night that we've been doing. And then we're going to announce the winner at the parade on Saturday, the December, Saturday's the second. So um, that's the way we're gonna do it this year. They'll get an announcement at the front. And then the following year, the winner gets to be at the front of the parade from the year before. So we're going to start that little process. Um, on Thursday, partnering with, this, with the city at, at, and Buckham Center, there'll be carriage rides down there and their whole hometown holiday celebration that they, that they do with, um, you'll meet Santa, carols, et cetera. Um, and then on Friday night, there's going to be carriage rides around Central Park and do the tree lighting. Well, at Central cool. Park on Friday night. Saturday, um, 
There's the markets downtown, uh, the one at the Legion. There'll be one at 10,000 drops. I'm 99% sure of that one. We're going to do the fireworks display again. Um, and then the Parade of Lights right after that. And then we are going to, we're moving the band. Since we're not going to be on Central Avenue um, with the Vintage Snowmobile Show during the day, um, we're actually going to set the tent up for the band um, on 3rd Street. Um, by the new Elks. Uh, the Elks has moved into the old Grandpa Al's, and we've got our place on 3rd is right there, where it was uh, the blue collar used to set up the stage. We're going to set up a tent there and have the little indoor-outdoor uh, um, street dance going on there. So and that'll happen. Uh, it'll probably be open pre-parade and then up till probably 10 o'clock or so that evening. We'll have a band outside. So should be fun. You have the band chosen yet? We do. It is Rattlesnake Justice. Uh, that's extra fun for some of us because a couple of fellas in that uh, particular band are Faribault alumni, Faribault High School alumni, uh, Terry Dockin and Steve Huber. So we're excited to have them downtown. Um, I should let everybody know we've got some sponsorships available yet. You can, you can give us a shout um, at the chamber. Um, and then the Parade of Lights. Now, anybody can put a float in the parade. So... Um, a family float, neighborhood float, business float, special interest floats, and it, it's $25 a business. So um, our main sponsors, they get into the parade included with their sponsorships, and they get special. They were up front in the parade then, um, and, but everybody else is certainly welcome to join. And the Grand Marshal is? Grand Marshals are Jeremy and Krista Chavez. Uh, so, uh, Faribault Vacuum and Sewing, and um, they are also very participatory in our community. So, Jeremy's uh, coaching the golf team. He's on the board at the golf club. He's actually on the chamber board of directors now. Um, fantastic business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, they, they donate time uh, to others uh, in the downtown helping out. Um, and as you know, they're in... Uh, uh, the, the Federal Print Shop old building. They're fixing that up. Actually, just uh, had breakfast with Jeremy this morning, and I got a tour of the of the old print shop building, and they're uh, charging right away on renovations and uh, excited to get that open back up. We've got six nice apartments in the upstairs of that as well. So that's where they're... Uh, so they're getting it ready up. for a, another business, or are they moving from their present they're location? moving from their present spot. Because there's more room in that store. Yes, significantly more room. And it's on the corner, so that's, that's pretty cool also. Um, and the building itself then has a nice business model to it with the apartments upstairs. So um, they're both uh, you know, just hardworking, kind, uh, really bright uh, people. And uh, they've been a, a great boost for Faribault and for our downtown. So we're pretty thrilled to have them as Grand Marshals. Oh, great choice. Great choice, no question about it. Well, I've got a minute left on the show. Uh, you know, I, gratitude is my favorite word these days, and um, there's a lot to be grateful for. And in these um, kind of dicey times, it feels like worldwide, um, it's it's nice to have the nice to have the uh, momentum in our town around a number of really really good initiatives and understand. Uh, you know, what wonderful people we have in this town. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Egg Banquet, also coming up.
also, that's the 16th of November as well. Yep. Yeah, Cassie plugged that yesterday along with Ms. Lacan, Mrs. Lacan. So. Two, go two good keynotes with uh, David Ladd from the Hemp Association. And then we have Tamara Nelson, who is a Shattuck St. Mary's alumni. And she is with AgriGrowth. And um, her, uh, her keynote is going to have everything to do with how uh, the legislative session is affecting businesses in the food industries, uh, including farming. So, too good. It's going to be a very balanced program. Looking forward to it. That's down at the Legion. Down at the American Legion. People can get a free meal. Yes, sir. But you have to pre-register, so give us a shout or find it online. Yep. You hear that, folks? You can be Jerry Grosskreutz and get a free meal. There you go. That's a win right there. On that day. Thanks, Nort, for coming in. Appreciate Thank you, Gordy. Always, Always nice. enjoy visiting with you. Nort Johnson is the president, the CEO of the Faribault Area Chamber of Commerce and Tourism. You folks have a great rest of the day, okay? We'll be back here for the Midday Report. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.